and a warm welcome to all of you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Conversations with Michael. We, of course, are streaming live from our home studio in the beautiful Willamette Valley of Oregon. And just a few minutes ago, the sun came out behind all these clouds. It's also being simulcast on Facebook, our YouTube and Vimeo channel, and on our website where, well, the vast majority of you are watching it. We come together every month to celebrate an embodied human soul experience. And I do that in part by sharing my own relationship with my own soul, Kethra, and my eternal self, known to all of you as Michael, Mikael. If you're new to our work, you can learn more about all of our programs and services by visiting our website. And if you want to look at all the live videos and the video on demand that's available to you, just go to our online store. And of course, if you'd also like to stay connected to all of our upcoming events, you're welcome to sign up to our newsletter. You're also welcome to watch a short video at the end of today's show. Let's take that collective deep breath. As I once again allow Michael to step forward in combination with all of us, those of us that chose to be at the front of this incredible transformation on this planet, to feel our own energies now blending, merging as sovereign creators of our own experience. And notice all that we have allowed up to this point fits really well with these non-physical counterparts of ourself. In support of a soul-filled life. One that is, of course, freely available to anyone. And indeed it is. Thank you, Robert. It is I, Michael. It is the birthright of every human being to experience consciousness in motion, in the form of your own soul nature. And yet, so few actually do. It offers such a profound sense of freedom. But... <laughs> it's not an easy choice for your human self to embrace such a freedom. Well, in part because it's not something you can obtain from outside of you. You've all tried that. You won't find your soul in an app. It doesn't make itself known to you by doing battle with what appears to be outside of you. Nor is your soul waiting for your human identity to get its act together before it makes its grand entrance. Robert would be living proof of that. It is simply waiting to be invited. And that represents the first step. Most of you watching here today 
You already offered such an invitation many years ago. And that can take many forms, but for the most part, it represents the type of awakening from inside of you. The human becomes aware of a type of knowing that transcends logic and reason. But this invitation in and of itself is not enough. As many of you have already discovered, a heartfelt invitation is like opening a window in a very stuffy room. But what opens the window in your life? All of you have felt deep inside of you this feeling that, well, that you're here for something truly profound. You just couldn't put your finger on it. But you actually waited to incarnate into this lifetime, knowing that your light would be needed like never before. During your life, each of you encountered a variety of opportunities to experience your soul in a tangible, physical way. All of you have felt during these last few years, what, what was different? What are you feeling right now? Indeed, your time has finally arrived. Indeed, the window has opened between this physical reality and the etheric realms. So of course your mind wanted to check out what was on the other side. So what did it do? What well, climbed through and what did it find? Nothing, nothing at all. So the invitation was sent out a window appeared in response to what? Responded to what? Well, it's quite simple. Your job as a human being was just to open the window and then stand back and allow what is on the other side to come in. Into what? Well, into your body, of course. Allowing the energetic presence of your soul to now be a part of your day-to-day -day reality inside of these incredible, beautiful, physical bodies. Within a lot of spiritual circles, well, that has been called many different things. Most of which... <laughs> are heavily guarded by a variety of beliefs. These beliefs also act as a filter, which in turn has and can dramatically alter the experience of your soul. And to help preserve those very precious beliefs, some have suggested that it's not possible to experience consciousness in the form of your soul while living on this planet. 
from our perspective, your human family has developed some very interesting concepts, most based on a collective perception that consciousness in whatever form exists outside of you. And to make that very personal, here and off of this planet, you also carry with you a very, very ancient story. One that for the most part has you believing that you have been separated from the original self. And that too has been called many things. Here on earth, this ancient story has weaved itself into the very fabric of this physical reality, in part because it's the only story you know since you left the kingdom. If it had a title, we would call it duality. Those of you that feel drawn to the teachings of Michael, from our perspective, we see you as some of the most courageous beings in all of existence. Not because of your willingness to fight yet another battle, but because of your willingness to lay down your sword, leaving you as a human being feeling very exposed, very vulnerable, but also very open to allowing this thing called your soul to now play a part in your life. Initially, that part, well, the part it plays might not feel as grand as you had hoped because it's not here to rescue you. It is not. It's not here, my friends, to pay off your credit card debts, to find you a new job, or help to improve some of those personal relationships. It's here to experience itself inside of this physical body with you. And what part does the human play? Well, you become something like a co-pilot. And this is where we find so many of you. This is where we hear a lot of you proclaiming, wait a minute here, Michael. This is my life. If any other being is going to share it with me, they better get used to sitting in the passenger seat. I'm not letting go of the steering wheel for anyone. And so it goes over and over and over again. The human, in the meantime, finds itself getting pulled into a variety of drama-filled experiences and out of desperation, once again invites the soul to help it out, get out of some very tight spots. And what happens? 
What have you noticed? All of you. It never shows up. And then the human begins to wonder if it's just a fairy tale. It's like dreaming of owning a brand new sports car. But at least in that example, there's tangible evidence that such a thing actually exists. So let's start today's session with a deep breath. Some of you watching today's show, in relationship to your own unique experience with your soul, you felt inspired to share your story with others in the form of a book. In hindsight, it can be a lot easier to acknowledge all the ways your human identity resisted this opportunity. In part, that is why we insist that journaling can be of incredible service to all of you. Your story will indeed inspire others to trust in that invisible part of themselves that knows without knowing how it knows. Perhaps just perhaps your human self would be willing to let go of one or two of those control issues. Perhaps if it was guaranteed a free ticket off of this planet, it just might say yes to such an invitation. It might allow what is waiting to be received on the other side of the window. Oh, a few in the past that experienced a similar relationship, they cashed that ticket in really early. You call that ascension. But most of you that we are talking to here today, you're not like these other beings, are you? There's something about you that is truly unique. And because of that, you have also been called many things. But we see it as one of your virtues. Because one of the hardest things for any human being to do is to not feel like you're being demoted to a subservient role in relationship to your soul. Let's be honest here. Where's the pride in becoming a co-pilot? But if one could also argue on behalf of your soul, where's the pride in being called a thief? Stealing the opportunity of a lifetime by not receiving what is on the other side of that window. Another deep breath. Being co-pilot, a partner, might be one of the hardest things to accept. 
Oh, we get it for many of you. You're already playing that role in your job as an employee. Talk about an unfulfilling co-pilot relationship. You might feel like a co-pilot in your relationship to your husband or wife, perhaps as a child to your parents. There aren't too many rewarding experiences that embrace being the co-pilot, but compared to extending that very relationship to living a soul-filled life, well, It really is about that human pride, is it not? And eventually, as we see it has become with so many of you, as we are speaking, that pride ends up turning into outright embarrassment. We get it. We get it. We do. The human identity without the soul has endured a lot of criticism during its life. After all, being in the driver's seat takes a lot of responsibility. Without the soul, the human uses its own thoughts and emotions to attract to it what it needs, what it wants, and what it desires. But as each of you have discovered, that approach takes a tremendous amount of energy and time what do you also call it? You call it work. So without anyone noticing, some of you, without making any grand announcements, some of you started to test this whole thing called allowing just to see if it was real. Standing next to that window, you started to allow with your breath, what was waiting for you on the other side. Even though your mind reported, there is nothing there. You just couldn't get rid of a certain feeling inside of you. You just knew without knowing how you knew that this was a profound opportunity. And then you began to question what you did experience from allowing. A total lack of tension or anxiety in your body. How could that be true? How could that be real? Profound states of inner peace. When was the last time that ever happened? Your physical senses and your intuition seem to just come alive as if they had been stagnant, almost dead most of your life. Whole body, orgasmic states of bliss and ecstasy. And if that was the price for letting go of control, well, maybe just maybe being the co-pilot wasn't so bad 
you're still here. You can still think for yourself. But my God, if this is how your soul feels all the time, does it truly live an ongoing orgasmic experience of life all the time? So allowing started to play a more important role in your life. You now had tangible evidence that not only did it feel incredible to allow your soul to be present, but you discovered you had the freedom to also return to feeling like crap anytime you wanted. Tough choice, but someone has to make it. So the feeling like crap part of you started to trust more and more in this thing called your soul because the soul never forced itself into your life, ever. You only experienced it when you allowed it. You also started to see tangible proof of how your soul does support itself. The longer you allowed this part of you that didn't feel like crap to be in your life, the more you noticed some of the benefits. That whole obsession with the law of attraction started to reveal itself to you. At first, it was a little unnerving not to experience any of those underlying wants, needs, or desires. Your mind tried to convince you that without these underlying desires, you're lifeless. There's no energy there. But you understood firsthand how your soul's radiance attracts to it all the energy it needs to support whatever it chooses to experience. You also noticed your soul finds no pleasure in lacking anything in whatever form that might take. All those conflicted, unresolved emotions, they just seem to dissolve with your soul and your body. But you also discovered that when it wasn't present, those conflicted, unresolved energies made their presence known in a very intense and dramatic way as if they were starving for attention. And for quite a few years, this has defined your own unique human soul experience. An ongoing feeling of being connected one day and disconnected the next. Until recently, Another deep breath, my friends. Some of you simply got tired of the game you were playing with your soul. Some of you 
no longer could bear the discomfort when your soul wasn't present? That discomfort for all of you took on many forms. Physical, yes, indeed. But more than that, it seemed to also take from you your own joy for living. And that, my friends, was too high of a price to pay. So during these last couple of years, a few thousand human beings did something really unexpected. They gladly accepted the co-pilot role. The vast majority of them are still on this planet in support of all of you because that is what friends do. They realized that a tangible living example of a human soul relationship could also serve this human family. They realized that it could help to transcend a lot of outdated beliefs that no longer serve the presence of the soul. All of them have great compassion for so many of you that also want this for yourself. They know how you feel because they have been where you are now. And if they could speak to you right now, it might sound like this. Stop playing games with your soul, dear human. Do not let this opportunity slip by you. It's not set in anger. There's no judgment there. It's heartfelt with the deepest respect. And it is time, is it not? A few thousand stopped playing games with their soul during these last couple of years. They realized that they just got stuck inside of a cosmic story between the being and doing parts of creation. That story ended up becoming their own movie, but it was not of their making. Like all of you, they took that deep dive into their own self and discovered something quite profound. They discovered firsthand that their human part wasn't capable in and of itself to truly know love. A type of love that just didn't need to be loved back in order to feel complete, fulfilled. They discovered that by allowing the presence of their soul to be a part of this physical experience, its radiance 
simply from loving itself was simply overwhelming. The quality of a love, this love, this soul-filled love, was so clean and so direct. No games, no agendas. At the core of your soul, what they discovered, its light was so pure, it took their human breath away. Such is the quality of divine love. But now we are speaking to all those that invited the soul but got distracted by all the mental games. If you were one of those, you represent a much larger group. You survived the whole awakening process, but you got stuck inside our cosmic story, knowing on some deeper level that is why you're here to free yourself from a story that became polarized. And why do we bring this up at this time? It's very simple, my friends. This is your time. This is why you are here. This is why Robert Kethra and myself, Michael, are here. Because that is what friends do. Another deep breath. We can't promise any of you that all of your perceived problems will disappear once you do let go of the steering wheel. But we can promise you, with your soul in your body, it no longer will feel like a problem. Whether that be financial, your health and well-being, or in your personal relationships. With your primary relationship being with your soul, Everything in your life will adapt itself to that, including your body. Which means that everything will adapt itself to a joy-filled experience. There's nothing in your body you need to fix. Your body has no choice but to reflect back what it is that you choose to be your primary experience. Everything will adapt itself, at least in your own life, to a new support base that relies on consciousness. Humanity has relied on a very ancient story 
to help support itself for eons. It has relied and depended on a variety of what appears to be a type of support outside of themselves. Today, your current human family is at the brink of a massive transformation. Your part in all of this is to simply shine your light, not to force it by trying to open portals. You already know how that turns out. That's a very passive aggressive approach to trying to use your light that then is attached to some human agenda. Your radiance not only enriches your own life, but everything around you. That in and of itself is more powerful than any gathering that's trying to manipulate energies, which brings us to what? Another deep breath. The window is still open, my friends. Will it always be open? You answer that yourself. But for now, it is still open. Is today the day that you made a conscious choice? just to stop playing games. And one of the most common games so many of you enjoy playing, you cannot become what you already are. That's impossible. And we get it. You've had a lot of fun trying. But you can allow what you already are to be you too. Was today, this moment, the day that you took a deep breath and declared, enough is enough. I choose a drama-free reality. I choose a relationship from within that is respectful, joy-filled, and passionate. I, the human self, choose to allow my soul to love me back and to allow its radiance to go to work inside this physical body. There was a few thousand during these last couple of years. They said yes to this. Now it's your turn. The worst that could happen, the very worst that could happen from that choice is you no longer feel like crap. Yeah, we know. Tough choice. But the days of trying to convince you that such a relationship is real, well, 
those days are coming to an end in our work here with Robert. The family of humanity has been asleep at the wheel for a very long time. They settled for a reality here on earth that made creativity non-essential. They almost settled for a game that all of us have played many times called follow the leader. We go much deeper with all that in our last workshop. This time, however, the new leaders will embrace robotics, which fits in very well with a human mind that feels responsible for your life by managing your own perceptions. The family of humanity deserves to have a choice. A choice to return to the creative heart of your own soul. To allow that sacred part within them to help guide their life, but with a very light touch. And none of that becomes real, my friends, without your light. Such a light cannot be managed or controlled by anyone or anything. It is the light of consciousness. It not only is your birthright to reclaim such a light, it is also your joy to share it. How you share it is completely up to you but it is needed now more than at any other time on and off this planet. Do I make myself clear here, my friends? It is needed now more than any other time on and off of this planet. Let's take a deep breath. allowing what comes through that window to be a part of this human experience with you returns you back to your natural state. That's why it feels so good. That part of you that just knows without knowing how it knows, your natural state also resides within your doing parts. That part of you that knows it serves your beingness with its own energy. For the longest time, these two parts of you experience themselves as being separate from one another. And that perception shifted big time within this beautiful expression called love. To all of you, you can't imagine existing without love. But we're not talking about a quality of love that needs to be loved back to feel fulfilled. You might be surprised to know that most of creation finds this thing called love to be a total mystery. For some beings, it scares them. 
simply because they can see in your life that love in and of itself cannot be managed or controlled. That's a bad thing, right? Well, not for all of you. Not for all of us that are here in support of you. We call your natural state free flowing because it truly is free. Self-love represents a new story inside this human experience. What you own here helps creation in all its forms expand beyond all those comfort zones that have been managed for the longest time. And as we bring today's session to a close, we invite you to join us in the art of conscious breathing with and as your soul. Allow what is on the other side of that window as a form of allowing who you also are to share its love for self with a reality that is in dire need of such a love, of such a compassion, of such a trust filled with so much hope. Continue with this breathing as Robert shares a short video to end today's show but I, Michael, will stand next to you for as long as you like, breathing with you, sharing our light, and allowing your human part to truly feel the beauty of your soul. Thank you for today. Thank you for your service. All my blessings, dear ones.